Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, today is Friday, and I'm about to start my three-day fasting mimicking diet. That is, basically what I'm going to be doing is eating vegetables, some fruit, um, some sweet potatoes, um, some mushrooms, uh, uh, what else? Uh, a little bit of olive oil, spices, herbs, uh, and I'm going to be having one meal a day, and it's going to be about uh, maybe 700 calories to 1,000. And uh, so it's low protein, it's no animal products, so it's completely vegan, and it's one of the fasts that kind of fasting that people do to improve their health, to increase autophagy or recycling and self-eating of different parts of the cells. And it's something that I do from time to time. Um, you know, uh, at different stages or times in my life or of the year, I feel like doing different things. So I do intermittent fasting um, almost every single day, probably like once a week, I just do whatever. And I do this kind of fast um, every month or every quarter, depending on the uh, like how restrictive that fast is. And I basically choose what feels right for me right now. Like complete fasting, for example, doesn't feel right, but I do feel like I want to not eat animal products for three days. I love animal products, you know, eggs, shellfish, fish, especially things like mackerel, shellfish, or chicken livers, like organ meats. I actually really love them. And they have a lot of nutrients that we need as human beings. But sometimes I just feel like my body needs a little bit uh, of a break uh, and something different. So that's what I'm doing. And um, today we are talking about different kinds of fasts from that I described in Fast This Way book by Dave Asprey. So fast this way, burn fat, heal inflammation, and eat like the high-performing human you were meant to be. So different kinds of fasts that you might try. So the popular that you might have heard about, 16-8 fast or lean gains method. Basically, it's eating for eight hours and not eating for 16 hours uh, overnight sleep, including, of course. So what you do, usually what people do, but you don't have to, you know, some people think that uh, intermittent fasting or a 16-8 is skipping breakfast, but actually uh, it's more beneficial to skip dinner. It just for a lot of people, skipping breakfast is so much easier because, you know, you get up, you go to work, you do your thing, uh, and it's... Uh, it doesn't require a lot of effort to not think or plan your breakfast. Um, but at night, uh, we usually have our dinner with friends, with our family, or we just like to relax ourselves uh, by ourselves after work and eat that dinner that we can enjoy more slowly and fully. And so for a lot of people, that's why uh, skipping breakfast is easier, not because it actually better because studies show the opposite that skipping dinner is better for health, longevity, uh, sleep quality, and uh, a lot of other things. So anyhow, in the book, a uh, 16-8 
fast is described like skipping breakfast and start your day without food. And then around noon, you start eating your lunch. And then probably most people would have their dinner uh, finished by 8 p.m. If you're someone who goes to bed around 11 a.m. because or 11 p.m. Because it is recommended to uh, finish your dinner three hours before bed or earlier. So... Um, you know, you might also break your fast, let's say, at 11 a.m. and you have your lunch and then maybe another kind of little lunch in between and then you have your dinner by 7 p.m. and so you have 16 hours between 7 p.m. and 11 a.m. Now, there is a version of a 16-8 fast that Dave designed um, based on his experience, his knowledge, and to make this fast uh, easier, especially for beginners, more tolerable. Uh, also, if you, for example, um, are planning to have a big day, like there is an event or something in the morning or early afternoon, and you feel like you might need to have more energy. So this fast, the uh, modification of 16-8 fast, also uh, can be pretty handy. And then also for women, uh, for a lot of women, myself included, including um, having doing intermittent fasting with uh, that upgrade bulletproof coffee, um, having it for breakfast. Actually, uh, in many uh, examples, it will help to balance your hormones and not um, mess up your cycle or create other hormonal imbalances, having um, some sort of calories and ketones uh, um, in your body fluctuating in that breakfast period. So uh, the modification of 16-8 fast is basically the same fast, but in the morning, instead of just doing pure uh, non-caloric um, nothing, uh, right, having no breakfast, you have this thing that is bulletproof coffee. You can also Google it. Dave Asprey kind of created it, popularized. He has a bulletproof company, if you aren't familiar with that. What is bulletproof coffee? It is a blended, hot, coffee, brewed coffee, with a teaspoon of MCT oil and a teaspoon of grass-fed butter. If you aren't familiar with the terms MCT oil and grass-fed butter, just Google them. Um, but basically, MCT is a modified version, uh, extracted or purified version of coconut oil that seems to be uh, better metabolized for energy. Then coconut oil and grass-fed butter is basically real butter from grass-fed cows. Um, so here you go, 16-8 fast, but with bulletproof coffee in the morning, that's going to be your bulletproof intermittent fasting. And again, good for beginners, for starters, for women, um, who usually have hormonal issues when they start fasting and when you're about to have a big day. So it might be a good modification. Uh, the 5-2 fast, uh, it's kind of fasting mimicking diet more than it's fast. It's kind of what I'm going to do, but uh, instead of doing two days, I'm going to be doing three days. So the 5-2 fast or the fast diet is basically eating your normal diet five days of the week. And then for a couple of days that are usually follow each other, you eat five, six hundred calories. And usually, of course, you're trying to focus on healthy foods, like I already uh, mentioned, like vegetables, um, beans, pulses, fruit, um, sweet potatoes, um, things like avocado or olive oil, uh, you would probably usually avoid all animal products because um, 
for this diet and for fasting mimicking diet diets in general, it is kind of recommended and assumed that on these days you're going to be uh, restricting your protein a lot. And protein, of course, is more concentrated in animal foods. Um, and that's why you want to limit those, not plant foods. Um, but anyhow, 5-2 diet, in its purest form, it actually doesn't require you to do any specific food restrictions. What it does require you to count, to count your calories, so five 600 calories on that day, on those two days, and then five days you eat as normal. Um, that specific protocol, 5-2 fasting, uh, it's more of a weight loss thing because, uh, especially if you don't restrict your animal protein or other foods, then what you're doing, the only thing you're doing really is restricting your calories, not um, not starting other metabolic recovery and repair processes. Um, so if you're interested just in weight loss, um, and of course there are probably going to be some health benefits, but not so many if you don't restrict any foods, just the calories. So 5-2 diet worked for a lot of people. Um, one meal a day or OMAD or however you pronounce it. So that's basically eating once a day. Um, for how long that one meal takes, you know, one hour, two hours, depends how fast, how you eat, how big your meal is. And usually people uh, do it every other day or a couple of times a week. Um, Dave does not recommend to do it more than uh, three times per week. And I tend to agree. I tried OMAT or one meal a day for quite a while, and I wasn't able to do it more than, you know, a couple of days per week. Otherwise, it just feels really, uh, it feels more stress than anything. And to do that, uh, you know, every single day, uh, it made me obsess about food. So that never worked for me. Um, some people think that I do kind of like one meal a day because uh, at first I eat fruit, then I eat some kefir with some um, nuts and seeds, um, some flax seeds, um, some other stuff, and then I eat like the biggest meal of the day. But that's not really one meal a day. One meal a day is when you're just having, you know, one kind of eating instance in your day. And uh, it seems to, you know, boost mitochondrial performance or basically your energy that you have, that your body creates every day, autophagy or self-eating, self-repairing mechanisms in your cells, and it repairs your DNA, seems to, um, reduces the risk of chronic diseases down the road, uh, and of course, you know, you're probably going to lose some weight, um, and it does offer some additional benefits to 16-8 fast. Uh, but again, with fasting, with especially with uh, prolonged fast, you don't want to be overdoing it. And with one meal a day specifically, you know, uh, a lot of people trying to do that, and then people end up not eating nowhere near nutrients, uh, you know, vitamins and minerals and even proteins and fats and, and, and everything, uh, their nutritional needs. So if you are thinking about doing one meal a day, um, you know, you got to understand that in that meal, it's pretty hard to squeeze in all the nutrition you need. And if you think, oh, I'm just going to have my regular one meal a day, well, 
you're basically going to be starring yourself after a while because, again, it's quite hard, almost impossible to squeeze in all of your food uh, in one meal a day unless you do it, you know, one, two times per week. That can be fine. And then on other days, you'll, you know, you'll eat your normal nutrition. So one meal a day um, might be great. But please do not overdo it, especially women. Then, uh, you know, your hormones can go out of balance a lot. Um, I had quite a few women who were trying successfully, I might say successfully, quote unquote, to do one meal a day type of fasting. But then, you know, it's like, oh, my period disappeared or um, I'm having all these obsessive thoughts about food or my energy is nowhere like i'm always low on energy or i can't sleep or uh, my hair starting to fall out you know things like that that is not good news and so it means that you need to stop that kind of fasting whatever it is you're doing so one meal a day uh, let's get to yeah, um, so about the negative effects of fasting, like um, I'm going to read to you something from the book. Uh, when you know that it's not working, if you are not sleeping well or you are feeling sluggish, weak, constantly tired, your body is basically telling you that you need more energy more often. And for women specifically, it might really interrupt a lot of hormonal um balances and processes. So uh, if your period, you know, disappeared or became erratic, um, then probably that kind of fasting is too much for your body. So you got to do something else. Uh, or just, you know, eat a balanced diet, fast for 12, 13 hours a day, and that might be enough and good enough for you. So other types of fasting. Spontaneous meal skipping. Well, that's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, it means you skip a meal um, once in a while or every other day, whatever works for you. Maybe breakfast, maybe lunch, maybe dinner. Probably with skipping meals, it's always best to skip dinner for a lot of reasons, but that's going to improve your sleep quality, your energy levels the next day, and might even put you in ketosis more, depending on the foods that you are eating during the day. Um, it also, if, you know, it happens naturally to you, you skip um, a meal once in a while, it's uh, a good way to manage um, the amount of foods you eat, might even have some weight loss effects, again, depending on the rest of the week, obviously, but that's what also some people do. Uh, eat, stop, eat. Uh, that, the primary focus of this fast is to... 24-hour periods of complete fasting per week. So what it means is, for example, on Monday you decided to do this fast. Um, so you fast from Sunday dinner to Monday dinner. Then you have your dinner. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, maybe on Friday you decided to do that again. And then Thursday uh, dinner to Friday dinner, you again are fasting. And that's going to be eat, stop, eat. But those names, you know, they just names that industry came up with. They don't mean much. <laughs> Alternate day fasting. That actually one has been researched the most for different health benefits. Uh, 
And what it basically means is every other day you fast for 24 hours. So it doesn't have to be the whole day, um, but 24 hours. So for example, on Monday, you know, Sunday evening or Sunday breakfast to Monday breakfast, you, you know, you decide to fast for 24 hours. Then you have the next day you eat as normal on Monday, let's say. Uh, and then um, on Tuesday, you again, you're having a breakfast and then till Wednesday breakfast or, you know, it can be breakfast to breakfast, dinner to dinner for 24 hours or lunch to lunch, whatever. Um, but yeah, one day you fast for 24 hours, you have your uh, meal, the next day you eat as normal and then the next day you start your 24 hour fasting again. So that's alternate day fasting it has a lot of uh, weight loss benefits, uh, but also a lot of health benefits like preventing degenerative diseases, you know, improving your insulin sensitivity, blood pressure, like um, all these different biomarkers of health and longevity. And then we have water fast, and uh, that's exactly what it sounds like, consuming nothing but water for a certain amount of time. Um, might be really beneficial for your weight loss, but uh, it also might be one of the most uh, not pleasant one, if, especially if you decided to go completely, you know, 100% water, no electrolytes, no like sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium, no uh, vitamins to support uh, your uh, metabolism while you aren't having any food that might um, be really difficult and tough, especially to start with, but that might produce the most benefits. And um, in that fast, again, water fast, you don't consume anything, no, I don't know, artificial sweeteners or milk in your coffee or anything, uh, and that probably will produce the most weight loss, um, of course, unless you start eating like crazy the next day and the day before. Um, in fast, you know, with fasting in general, you don't want to be in a place where you use fasting as um, a, is an excuse to eat whatever on other days. So for example, so for example, uh, if you fast and then you eat junk food diet, then you fast again and you eat junk food diet again, well, that's not going to work too well, guys, um, because you're not going to be getting your nutrition from this junk food diet. And then on fasting days, all your body will be doing is trying to detoxify itself, and it's gonna and it's gonna feel really sucky on those days when your body has to deal with a lot of junk, getting rid of that. And uh, plus, a lot of benefits of fasting come from refeeding with good quality foods after you know your body uh, ate some of your damaged components or um, some of your tissues. But if you never do a good quality feed with high quality foods, then all your body is going to be doing is breaking down stuff and getting rid of toxins. And in the long run, that can actually backfire with a lot of health problems, uh, not with health benefits. So eating, using fast as an excuse to eat whatever on other days, not a good strategy. Also, not a good strategy to... Um, to just fast more all the time, you know, more isn't better. Dave, uh, 
says that in his book many, many times. And I completely agree from my uh, coaching practice and my personal practice as well. Uh, you know, some of us, we start, I did that. We start fasting and we love it so much. Then we think more is probably better. And then we start it and then we don't have any energy. We can't sleep. You know, our workouts suffer and your mood is always, you know, low or you're feeling like you're stressed. Uh, and uh, like my hair started to fall out. So that happened to me too. And then your, you know, your cycle uh, starts to suffer or like for guys, uh, it has a lot of, you know, you might start losing your hair uh, and your muscle mass. Uh, you, and uh, then you might accumulate actually some belly fat because of that uh, too much fasting. Um, so too much fasting isn't good enough, guys. If you are having all these negative side effects, then it is too much and you've got to change something. Um, again, so fasting, you know, too much isn't better. It's got to be balanced with a well-balanced, nutritionally adequate diet. So one piece of advice from myself personally, fasting does not cancel your nutrition needs. If you decide to do one meal a day fasting every single day and every single day you aren't eating what your body needs, like protein, fats, but, but also vitamins and minerals, there are so many and they are so hard to eat. Even when you eat three meals a day and now you're doing one meal a day and you think that's going to solve all the problems. Most of the problems actually in our modern society for people who um, aren't in danger of starvation but have um, access to any food they want, most problems is, are from nutrient deficiencies, unbalanced diet. Uh, for people, obviously, who don't care about their diet, they just eat whatever junk and never, you know, get a lot of um, calories and junk calories and nowhere near uh, nutrients. They need vitamins, minerals, and all the other stuff. And then for people who are into health and into fasting, sometimes what happens is uh, we start restricting too much stuff. And then we end up deficient in many nutrients because, well, because we eliminate so much stuff. I kid you not, guys. Uh, some clients come to me and they're like, um, can you help me create a well-balanced uh, diet? But I want to be keto and paleo and dairy-free. And I also want to be plant-based. And I also don't eat nightshades. And I also don't eat cruciferous vegetables. And I also don't eat nuts and seed. And I also don't eat shellfish and eggs. And I, I, I kid you not, that happened. <laughs> and... Uh, I'm, you know, basically there is no solution to that. Uh, like, uh, you can't eliminate all the foods and hope to create a balanced diet with like just a lot of fasting. No, human beings do not live on um, uh, fasting. We need, uh, or on air, we need uh, energy and nutrients, vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients in the form of foods. And uh, it's not actually that easy to get all of that if you don't do any planning and you don't know anything about uh, diet and nutrition and you just, you know, do whatever, one meal a day, you, anything goes. So, yeah, that's not going to work. Just a word of caution. Um, guys and women especially, we are more sensitive to that. We need to accept that and build our fasting practice around that. Um, and if you want to know more about women's fasting, please listen to the episode we did yesterday that was specifically dedicated to intermittent fasting for 
women, uh, from uh, millennials like myself to uh, pre-menopause, perimenopause, and menopause. So it's a little bit different. And um, the last piece of advice on fasting, experiment. There are different kinds of fasting, and you can get a lot of benefits from most of them. It's not the same benefits, then very similar benefits. Also, don't forget that you can always supplement with different things um, that are proven to help with fasting experience and even enhance it. So uh, for you know more details, you can uh, reach out to me. I'm also actually taking a course with Precision Nutrition on intermittent fasting coaching. So I'm getting a lot uh, into details, you know, who's fasting for, who's it's best for, who it's not best for. <clears throat> like, for example, uh, athletes who want to compete or super lean individuals um, or people who want to use fasting to live forever. That's probably not not the best way like, you know, to, to use fasting as a tool. Anyhow, a lot of interesting stuff I'm learning. Also, don't forget to pick up this amazing book. I really loved it. You know, personal story of Dave, how he started his whole fasting journey and how it transformed his whole life. And then, of course, a lot of practical takeaways, like all kinds of fasting and supplements, all kinds of different supplements you can use for different purposes. Fasting for women and fasting traps. And uh, it's uh, an amazing book, guys. Uh, so Fast This Way, pick it up uh, by Dave Asprey. It's available everywhere where books are sold. Uh, and if you have any questions, you'd like to learn how to coach for your goals, for your lifestyle, for uh, your health situation, personality, your gender. Um, if you'd like to be coach and have someone to guide you through this journey more professionally, so please reach out. I'm here to help. I'm qualified to help. Um, and what else? Share this episode, guys. Together we learn, we practice better. Together everything is better. So share. Uh, and um, that's it for today. Have an awesome weekend. Do some fasting. And as usual, until next time, eat better daily.